RPG for You and Me presents a special Patreon series. Join us in Pantheon Mythos. We reopen on the courtyard as the auction is still minutes away from starting. There's a lot of those fairy lights. There's floating jellyfish around, tethered together to illuminate the area. It's like a stone patio with a lot of seating that's arranged in more of a horseshoe shape. And right now, the prominent feature of this courtyard is like a banshee shrieking as Luca is just going off from Hara's attempt to just, you know, speak to her like a human being. And she hasn't even found the, the wine quite yet, but she's certainly drawing attention to herself, which gives you guys a chance to slip away. So Hara and Zola, what are you two doing at this moment as Daji is slipping behind the scenes? Though I don't know if you know that. Can I do one thing before we get too far started? I want to play one of my adventure cards. I have... Uh-oh. Oh boy, okay. You want to <laughs> read that off? Each player draws a card from the adventure deck and may play an additional card this session. Sometime soon, the party is subject to a strong and dangerous attack from enemy creatures out for blood. Lovely. Incredible. <laughs> oh yeah. Thank you. I drew that one and I was like, this has got to be fun. <laughs> oh yeah, those are, those are like my favorite cards. The ones that are like, you can do a thing, but things are going to be bad for you soon. So. Shake some sanity wood. It just makes more enemies show up. <laughs> okay, so you got your card played, then Hara and Zola are still trucking around doing what exactly? Zola might just hear Hara whisper from beneath it, just be like, we should, we should maybe get, up, get to a back room real quick. Yeah, well, which, which way was that? I don't know, wherever the kitchen place looks like it is. Right, 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 yeah, I've, I've been there, I've been there, okay, yeah. Medusa was schmoozing with the workers back in the kitchen area. So she has some idea of where it is and tries to gather herself and start walking that way, pushing the cart to safety. Whew. What kind of pots do they have in the kitchen? Cooking kind. Are they copper? Are they black? What kind? Roll me a d6. Okay. Four. They're copper. Nice. Are those better for cooking? I just think they're pretty. Okay. It, yeah. <laughs> It matches the aesthetic, you know, the tiles, like everything's just very good in here. It feels very metallic. It feels very hot, you know, like, wow, all this metal sure is heating up. You should excuse me, what are you doing in my kitchen? Uh, hey, hey, guy. Uh, I was, I was just in here. complimenting my hat and uh, as, as much as that is appreciated, uh, I would very much like to know what you are doing here. You should be in the uh, food staging area if you are here to pick up the food for the guests. Oh, sorry, we're uh, we're new. We just got a little turnaround. Sorry, we'll we'll get out of here. <laughs> no problem. It's this short chef with a very tall chef hat just kind of watches you and waits for you to leave. Good. In my panic to not set off the chef as well, is there like? <laughs> Another door to try and go through that isn't going to put us right back out on the floor. I, mm, I don't know if there's a door that goes, like, directly to the kitchen or not. You know what? There, There is a door that leads directly to the kitchen. That's what you took. But, yeah, there's another side door that goes to the food staging area. 
where it's just a whole bunch of carts and food that's all been prepared and shuffled over from the main kitchen area. Right, we, we were just on our way back that way. Uh, this one just emptied out. Mm-hmm. And then she starts walking over that way, not trying to get yelled at. This dude's just like standing there, crossed arms, watching you go. As soon as she gets slightly into the other door, maybe still within earshot. Oh, chefs, they're almost as bad as the customers. I was gonna say, who salted his soup, you know? Probably him. You, you know, he's... Because he's the, cause cause he's, he's he's the, the chef. chef. Yeah. <laughs> Throw a potato in there, am I right? Okay, let's cut back to Dodgy. <laughs> Dodgy, you said you're going backstage. What are, you, what are you looking for? What are you trying to accomplish right now? Well, now that she's learned about what sh items of interest that there is, she's probably going to try to suss out what kind of security they've got back here. At first recon... And then she's going in to maybe snag something. Okay, so you're just like walking back to where the auction items are? Yes, preferably before okay. the auction opens up. For sure, yeah. So it's still like minutes before the auction has started. They made an announcement saying, hey, you know, everybody kind of gets situated. We're going to get started soon. But that hasn't happened yet. So if you go into like the side area back towards where they're holding everything, it becomes pretty clear that it's basically like a storage area with a garage shutter door on the one end that connects out to the courtyard area that's been pulled down this whole time and it's back behind the auction area and then there are other doors that just go to the hallways that the staff uses i'm assuming that you're going around the side not trying to like go back through the garage door yeah she's going around wherever she can to just try to avoid any prying eyes gotcha there are nothing but prying eyes back here. Like you go, you go back there and people see you there, but like the door to where the auction items are being stored is there are two guards standing there yep. and they're not like super threatening or anything, but they are standing in front of the door right. waiting for people to approach. And they don't like look at you sternly or give you a nasty look or anything, but they acknowledge your presence as you appear in the hallway. Right. And they don't like go forward to try to offer to help you with anything. Of course. Is it just those two back here? In this particular hallway, yeah. You know that the room where they're potentially keeping the stuff is just past these two. There could be other ways in, but this is like the normal main entrance and is currently being blocked by the two of them. Right. Okay. Yeah, can I maybe try to see if there's any cameras or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, you don't even need to like roll a notice or anything. There's definitely cameras in the hallways. You've 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 cased the joint like out in the main area, so you know that there are cameras all over the place and it would sort of defy reason for them to not have cameras back in one of the most secure places. Right. As good as she is at talking, she doesn't think she can talk her way past these two, so Is there anywhere else I can slip off to? A bit more of a secluded area? Are you just trying to find somewhere private where she can like recollect herself? Yeah, yes. I mean you can you could literally just like walk around and open doors if that's what you're into. And they're, if you they're not stopping me or anything as long as I'm not coming too close to that area. If you're a fancily dressed guest and you just start opening random doors in this hallway in front of these two guards, then they're probably going to ask you what you're doing. Right, right. But if you open one and go through, you know, no problem, then maybe they won't. But you could also you know leave their line of sight and then start opening doors. It just kind of depends what you want. I feel confident in telling you that you can probably find a place to exist by yourself okay. in solitude for a moment. Okay, well, she's going to find one of those places to slip off at, and she still has the communicator, so 
why don't you make me a stealth? Just, I, okay. I presume you're trying to do this without drawing too much attention right. to yourself. So this will be a representation of how well you're doing that. All right. I think I... And I think failure means that somebody is going to take notice of you right. trying to slip off and... Bling! Hi, who's there? What was that noise? I have a plus one to this due to my thief edge. Cool. My plus one, that's a three, so I'm going to burn a Benny. <laughs> oh, jeez. I rolled a one and a two. <laughs> does happen. Okay, that's a six. Nice. And to a three. That is a success. So yeah, the, you may, are you looking for like a storage closet yeah, or just, like an unused? Yeah, I mean, you can just slip into a small storage closet. You take a turn and break line of sight with those two guards into like a small side corridor. And then you try a door here and it's just a storage room okay. with a couple of boxes, but plenty of space. Uh, and she does have the communicator. So she's going to slip back behind some of these boxes and pull that out and activate it again. Boop, boop. That's definitely the noise the communicator makes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I remember. Our contractor said we could contact him if we had any further questions, right? Yeah. So you're calling your contractor? Yes. The other line rings for a few seconds and then picks up, and it's the shrouded figure. Yes. She looks down at the hologram and just pretty much immediately ask the question of, what is the code for lethality here? Are you asking me if I want you to kill anyone, or are you asking me if they're going to be upset if you kill anyone? I'm asking if I can. I wouldn't kill anyone that's going to draw too much attention. I don't really care about the guards, but if you kill people, it's going to make things messier, and messy situations are harder to clean up or sweep under the rug. So... I'd prefer you didn't if you don't have to, but things aren't always that clean in this line of work. So if you deem it necessary, right? mostly it's my preference for this to just make people very uncomfortable. Maybe lose some money, that type of thing. But you know, sometimes there's a blood tax. Just saying finding a body would make people very uncomfortable. <laughs> Certainly. I guess it depends who finds it and whose body it is. I'll try not to spill any blood, but no promises. And then she hangs up. I'm pretty sure. <sighs> okay. Well, there goes that plan. Well, if Dodgy is going to uh, contemplate for a moment, we can hop back to... Yeah, she's thinking about, uh, do I have to kill these guys or not? <laughs> Let's jump back to Medusa and Soma, who have set themselves up in the food staging area. As you two are there, one of the serving staff shoves a cart through the swingy double door just with a clatter of plates and they you know push the cart off to the side and then another server walks in behind them the first one just like can you believe that fucking lady out there like come on man we're doing our best like what are we supposed to do we can't control if the chef's not cooking fast enough what the hell Ugh, who's complaining just some fucking lady out there like Ah, oh, these people are so entitled. I just, I, I just want to go home. I just want to do my job and get paid and go home. And all these fuckers get to sit around and drink their wine and bid on their auction items. They pay more than I make in a month. Like, ugh, I'm going to deal with these people. It's awful. You can always spill wine on them. <laughs> Medusa laughs a bit at that. Neither one's like, <laughs> yeah, you could do that. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think I would. That's a little... I don't want to lose my job. I mean, you'll need to run fast as well. Yeah. I, did you guys spill wine in somebody? <laughs> no. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Who would do that? I didn't. I didn't. Did somebody say I didn't? Is there anybody that you want wine spilled on? 
the one who like was originally talking. She's like a shorter Ori girl. She's got really swoopy frilly hair. Like it's shorter clipped and kind of swipes out there. It's a green shade. She's got like a heart shaped face. And she says, yeah, there's some lady out there who's just like being a real bitch about everything. Like nothing's good enough. Nothing's fast enough. Nothing's clean enough. Nothing's tasty enough. And she just wants to talk to everybody. Like everybody just, you know, stare at her and make everything better. And I'm just tired of it. What does she look like? I don't know. She's got like, it's like a little swoop of hair. It's like platinum blonde, kind of. It's like a little shimmery. Oh, no. Oh, is this this the lady I already sold wine on? No, this is a different one. This is a different lady? Oh, my gosh. Does this description ring any bells? Yeah, you would probably recognize this as being a possibility. Oh, no. She's she's not here, is she? I just realized that the what, description who? for Luca was also very similar to this. <laughs> Take a Benny for your, a your memory. Thanks. Yeah. Hara, did you research the guest list? <laughs> did I read? No, of course I didn't. I mean, I'm asking because I didn't. So, you know, nothing. Oh, no. I like, I didn't even see the list. Oh, Is God, somebody here? I should have researched it. Who's out there? Hara's going to peek through the porthole. I assume there are portholes on these kitchen doors. Yeah, make me a notice. <laughs> yes. What's my notice? Probably a D4. I gotta check. It is a D4. <laughs> yeah. That's a three for me. Gotcha. Mm. You see the lady that you spilled wine on. She still does not seem like she's noticed anything. She's still seated in her area and she's talking and she's like yammering on, but she's still conscious. So. <laughs> you know, gotcha. Gotcha. Again. She didn't pass out from all Maybe the Maybe we yelling. gotta change that. Oh my. You're looking through the hole and you see one of the fancy people holding a wine glass turn and look at you and just quirk their head questioningly because you're staring at them. Oh, Hara peeks. She just like, <laughs> she just like moves exactly on the X plane to the left. Like ex- she doesn't bobble up or down at all. Just shoosh. <laughs> I'm not even going to say it. I won't speak it into existence. Who do you think is here? What? Yeah, I I mean, are you trying to avoid somebody or what's going on? Uh, constantly. Do you need me to beat somebody up for you? Because I can. No, it's not that. We, it's r- like we gotta we gotta find. Medusa's gonna rummage in her pocket to pull out the name of their target. <laughs> Wait, the, which target? The one we already spilled wine on? Wait, is that literally it? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's, yeah. What's the uh, what's the what's the last name? Because uh, she definitely would Bartholomew. Okay, nice. Yeah, your goal here, as far as your uh, contractor told you, is just to like mess things up, make everybody have a bad time, especially Luca Bartholomew. Right, right, right. What else can we do to this terrible lady? And so the 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 paper that she pulls out of her pocket has the name written with a heart around it, and she says, "See, I, I wrote the heart that way. If anybody finds it, it doesn't seem threatening." Genius. That's so smart. Yeah. Look at you. They said we weren't built for subterfuge. <laughs> Here we are. Are you guys like gonna beat up a guest? No, oh no. <laughs> do we look at look, do you see these noodles? Um I, there's a lot of food in this room. Yeah, we need an order too right now. That's orders, why we're hanging out here. The orders aren't numbered. This isn't a fast food restaurant. Right, is that's what the lady's complaining about, right? But you, like, can I see your ideas? Can I roll a persuasion for the <laughs> I mean, what do you do? Uh, what are you doing? How are you she, trying to avert this? You guys she, just had a conversation about targets and subterfuge yeah. and shit, like right in front of these two. Like, I forgot they were here. 
I love that happened because I would also believe that Hara's just like too fucking stoned to remember that she's standing next to people. Hara's stoned right now. Okay. She mostly is. That's the vibe she puts off. Yeah. She's always... You guys were just talking about this and I'm just sitting here like, why? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Somewhere down, she just got a just a horrible pain in her stomach. <laughs> just like, <laughs> disturbance in the forest. Kara, she stands up straight and like dusts off the bottom of her French maid outfit and puts her hands like by her face, like we are practicing for the production. <laughs> I assume you've heard of it. It's called Bibliotakers. They're doing a musical now. So this is put that thing back where it came from. Yes. Me. Okay. <laughs> That's right, exactly um, what I was thinking. <laughs> so dumb. Okay. Go ahead and roll it a minus two. Because okay. that's not a very compelling argument. Damn. Can I assist? Yeah, how do you assist? They're working on a sequel called a Hotel Holdup. Mm. That's good. Okay. Shakes, you roll first. Hara is the prime here. So if you'd like to roll your support first. What is this persuasion as a support? It sounds like you're yeah, rolling persuasion to me. Here comes some sixes. That is a five. All right. Okay, that's a success. So you give a plus one to Hara's roll. Delightful. My persuasion is a D8. Because okay. I'm very personable. So D8 minus one. Minus one? I told you minus two. And All you right. got a plus one from Shakes. You're so. right. I don't got no brain. <laughs> it's a five, though. That's a success. Yes. Thanks, Shakes. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I, heard, I heard of that. They're doing another one? Yeah. So you're like, you're going to be in it? What? I don't understand. Oh, uh, well, I'm an understudy. So like, maybe I'll get it. Maybe I won't. Depending on if they like get sick or something, you know. Are you familiar with method acting? Uh, yes. Oh, perfect. Then I don't Act, need to explain you, it. You method with the acting. Exactly. Basically, yeah, you got it. Yeah, that's. You guys need any more of the uh, un, the? Can I study under you? Is that a thing? Can I be? I can in the get movie? you a business card. Is it a movie? Is it a? I don't. Well, it's know. a musical, like like a stage. Oh, like, I can't. Razzle dazzle. Well, I can't either. That's why I'm an understudy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's perfect. Then. Yeah. Okay. As you guys are talking, the door that you'd been looking out opens very briefly. A very willowy man comes in. He's got like a very thin mustache and wispy hair too. And he just says, uh, was, was someone was someone just looking through this porthole and at the guest? <gasps> oh, no, I was cleaning the window. There was grease on it. Oh, okay. One, one of the guests said that you were staring at him and it made him very uncomfortable. So oh, I'm sorry. You should probably not make eye contact yeah, with the guests ever sure. again. Yeah, for sure. I never they really would. Don't like that. I know. They're just, they're, they're very unfriendly. They're very they terrible. They just suck. They're terrible. We hate them. Can, okay. can Hara high five this guy? Oh no, I don't. Don't touch me. Damn it. <laughs> she sadly swings the high five around to just get Zola on the way through. <laughs> it's more of a low five by the time it gets to her. I think this happens a lot. Yeah. I know we're all prisoners here of this, you know, capitalistic complex, but we can't lose our jobs. So just, you know. Preach. No, that's not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Proselytization. Okay, get, get back to work. Got it. Thumbs up and a little wink. She's going to go and grab a plate of something. Definitely not to just start eating. (laughs) (laughs) My God. Okay. Medusa will also get a few plates and start loading up the cart and then say to Hara, I've got an idea. We can get some food on the cart and then follow me. All right. 
do, do we need like how, how much food? Is it integral to your plan? Uh, make it look like we're providing room service. All right. She starts grabbing little like champagnes and plates with like, I don't know, biscotti on it for some reason. She's not grabbing sensical things that go together. So you guys load up this cart. What's your next step after that? My next step is to go to like check-in or somewhere where I think I could find the name of our target on a register to see which room is hers. Okay. Because Medusa is assuming that she's wealthy enough that she probably has a room, if not to sleep in, to at least have some retreat and just have a place to put her things. That's legit. Are you going and like asking somebody or are you just trying to like poke around at a desk or? Subterfuge. Okay, cool. Well, if you're looking at like a desk registry, let's, I'll call that a research role because you're looking through documentation, trying to find the answer to what you're looking for. So go ahead and make me a research role. And I don't think there's going to be any modifiers because this is a pretty straightforward request. I won't burden you with my failed support role on this because I don't (laughs) got any of that. No worries. All right. Say goodbye to all of my bennies. Bye, Benny. Yeah. All right. Uh, That is one Benny. That was a two. It's another Benny. That was a zero. (gasps) My own. Four blows up. That is a four. Nice. Okay. Good enough. You find this really easily. Luca Bartholomew, she's booked one of the fanciest suites. Nakoda, what is the name of the suite that Luca has booked here today? The room probably has a play on that blue theme, so it's probably Sapphire. That suggests maybe they're rich too, because Sapphire is a gemstone. So you see that Luca Bartholomew has booked the Sapphire suite, which is one of the premium suites, and she's here for an extended stay, like a week when the auction's only like a day. But she's been here for two or three days, and she's scheduled to be here for two or three more. Nice. But yeah, you locate it. You know where it is. It's like on the upper levels of the resort. And then I would like to use an adventure card. Oh my goodness. Okay, go ahead. I have hidden stash, and I'm hoping to find a box or something of extra keys. Oh yeah, absolutely. Dunsky. Yeah, you find there, there are spare keys here for like... Every, let's just say that you find like the master key. It's like a skeleton. Oh it's like it's electronic, but it's like a skeleton key for the Sick. the rooms. So you yes. can just swipe that and get into like any oh room God. that you need to. And Hara, are you with Zola right now? Oh yeah. Like you guys are both oh, just sure. like there. Okay. You guys look up and Dodgy is standing in front of you. Oh God. At the counter. <laughs> She's wearing a long red dress, which is not the dress that you saw her in a few minutes ago. <laughs> her hair is down. Hara like takes a hard look at the dress and just chalks it up to like, I don't even remember what I'm wearing most days. <laughs> she sees you looking and she says, yes, I know I look fabulous in it, but if you could help me, that would be more appreciated. Right. With what? She blinks and looks around and stares down at your maid outfit, checking me in. Yeah, right. Yes. What, what room? I don't have a room yet. That's why I need to be checked. Is there another? Never Probably. Mind. I'm. I'm actually. We're, we're, we're kitchen staff, so we'll go get you somebody. Mm, that's what I love. Kitchen staff working the front desk. Would you like some food? I hope you washed your hands. Of course, my hands are so clean. You could eat off them. She's still confused. <laughs> Her lip curls a little bit. Mm. Yes. Well. Good day. And she turns and walks away. 
a very upright walk, but she's definitely got like a hip sway going on, but she knows she's hot shit, so she walks away. Hara turns to Medusa and is like, she's so deep undercover, I never would have known. Uh, yeah, I, I get acting the part, but she didn't have to be that, that was mean. mean. Yeah. I mean, she knows we don't work here. She's now talking to a different service member and sort of gestures in your direction. Mm, let's beat Cheeks out of here. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't forget the food cart. D- I die. <laughs> have it like a little bit. All right, let's, let's scram. <laughs> she starts up motoring away to an elevator or something. Yep. Okay, you two set off for an elevator. Let's cut back to Dodgy. Dodgy, you've been collecting yourself in this closet. What is your next step? Uh, she knows what she has to do. It's just kind of swallowing her pride for a second here. <laughs> she sighs softly and walks out. There's really only one way through here. She's gonna start approaching those two guards. Yeah, you, you approach them. You can walk right up to them. They don't stop you. One of them nods to you. She nods back and she puts on the face of like that, like, giddy child of, oh, I'm, go- I'm trying to do something I'm not supposed to be doing. And as she's approaching them, I'm going to burn a lot of my power points to cast some powers. Alrighty. Uh, yes. Go for it. What are you, what are you trying to cast here? First, I'm going to cast empathy. Okay. How many extra points is that to get it to target someone else? It's individual. So you cast it twice, but okay. you were not in a combat situation. So that's fine. I'm going to roll her psionics die then. Okay, it's a contested roll versus spirit, so I'll roll that on my own. Oh boy. You got this. I Woo. have no edges that boost this. Okay, we're looking at a four, but I'm going to burn a Benny just to try to get higher on that. My six blows up into a five, so 11. You definitely got a raise on that one, so you get your plus two. Okay, and then I'm going to cast it on the other, and the other is a five. That one's just a success. Okay. So you get a plus one for your social skills. As she's walking up to them, doing that like giddy child laugh, like I'm going to do something I'm not supposed to do, covering her mouth a little bit, but the camera does see her eyes slit down to those cat-like slits again. As she casts it, she's going to walk up to them. And Is there any way I could tell which one was more affected by it? Sure. Let me ask you this. What, what are your trappings for empathy? What allows you to get the extra social edge on them? She's a talker. She's smart when it comes to people. So maybe it gives her some sort of cue of their emotions almost right before it triggers. So that way she can correct herself if necessary. Gotcha. Is it more like a psionic intuition? Not so much a visual component, just like more of an understanding? More if she's reading their emotional responses. So that way... Before they respond, she can react to how they're feeling with how she's talking. Gotcha. If someone's getting angry while she's talking to them, obviously it's not working, so. Right. So the guard on your left is like a big buff dude. He's got dark hair. He's got a beard. You know, they both have their sunglass thingies over. And the one on the right is a slightly shorter than that guy, but equally buff lady with like a really short clipped haircut. It's it's almost like a flat top. And the guy on the left definitely seems like you're getting more receptiveness from him. Okay. But neither of them is like irritated or angry with you or anything like that. She's going to walk up to the guy specifically in the way that a giddy teenager would just go like, I heard there's some really cho- I just was in here and I needed to see if you actually have them because I need to know how much money I need to go get. 
<laughs> trying to convince your way back there. Okay. Well, they're definitely under strict orders to like not let people back there. Right. It's definitely going to be a persuasion. Is my persuasion still boosted or is that worn off by now? That's definitely worn off by I now unless somebody's paying to keep it up. But it's I think enough time has passed that it's probably not up anymore. Um, Kara needs some points. <laughs> so this one, I think let's do it at a minus two because the one guy does seem more open to listening. Is my attractive edge triggering here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that would apply for sure. So then I'm making this still at a plus four. Oh my god. A seven on my d8 plus four, eleven. <laughs> a success with a raise on, on both of them there. So they exchange a look and without saying anything, the girl just like shakes her head and curls her lip and looks away from both of you. And the guy has, you know, a bigger smile and he just says, yeah, there's there's definitely some choice stuff here. It's what everybody's here for, right? And uh, something tells me you wouldn't be here if you couldn't afford it, but... Oh, of course. And I can, of course, make this worth your while if you'd like. Well, I would like that, yeah. What she meant by that, no one will ever know. I suppose if you're making it worth my while, I could maybe open the door and show you a thing or two. He rubs his fingers together a little bit, not that... being subtle at all. <laughs> she smirks and nods. Like, that's exactly what I meant. Oh, he wants her to pay her now. Him, yeah, that's now. what okay. he's asking. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what he's asking. I mean, yeah, it's part of the job. So she would pull out, looks like a credit card. Do I have anywhere I could transfer these? He has a little wrist device that he holds out. And it's just like, you know, you tap it or something and you can make okay. a transfer. I'm going to burn another power then. <laughs> okay. I'm going to use illusion to try and make it look like she is scanning it, but she's not really. Ooh, okay. That's cool. Do that. That's great. Am I going to have to cast it on both of them? The way that I handle psionic illusions, it's not a physical thing, but anyone who's nearby, like their mind is tricked by it. So this okay. is like an AOE effectively. All right. Two fives. Two fives. Okay. So it's a success. Yeah. He looks down and smirks to himself as you tap the card on there and seems happy with the balance that you've transferred to him. Well, now, right this way, Ms. Uh... He says, prompting you for your name. She just smirks and says, if you're lucky enough. She winks. Bites his lip a little bit and says, yes, ma'am. He opens the door and he says, all right, but you gotta be, you gotta be quiet here because they're, they're still like moving around and working and you're not supposed to be back here. So I can get you a look, but you know, just... Just work with me, all right? Of course, of course. He opens the door and leads you back into this little mini warehouse. It must be like the back corner of the main compound of the resort, I'll say. It's a large open warehouse with a shutter door that leads to the back of the auction area. And there's just plenty of boxes of crap that is clearly not being used or actively like sifted through. But then the main lot items are either already moved towards the front or are in the process of being moved towards the front there. So they're kind of like on little pedestals to make it easy to see and cart out. And he leads you up to sort of like the edge of the darkness and, and points out to the middle where a few people are like going in and out of the shuttered door area. But it's it's not like super busy in here. There are some guards scattered around the room, but it's not like, you know, it's not like you don't have any room to maneuver. Okay. Get a good look from here. Is there any way I could get closer? Hmm. I could try, but you're not supposed to be back here. So if anybody sees you, right, you can get in trouble. Tell you what, 
my friends guard the door. If you fuck me on this, it's gonna be bad, but let me, I, I can see if I can, you know, draw them towards the shutter and give you a chance to, like, get a little bit closer, take a look at some stuff. I would very much appreciate that. She gives him that look of, I'd owe you. But nobody said what currency. Of course. <gasps> yeah. He knows what currency. He knows what currency he believes it to be. He nods and steps forward and gets all of their attention and walks towards the, the shutter. And he's like, all right, everybody. I just had somebody come back. They're talking to us. They want to cover some security protocols, some do's and don'ts. So I know we're about to start here, but if you can just pay attention to me for, you know, like a minute or two, we'll be able to get back to our lives. And he starts to talk to the group and hold their attention and is kind of going over like really basic bullshit. The other guards are immediately starting to look bored already, so he changes tact and tries to do something a little bit more to get their attention, but doing his best to keep it as long as possible for you. She's definitely going to start looking for a few choice items that she was told, namely one she feels like she can kind of get away with, namely the gun and the book. The other two items felt way too big to stash anywhere, so... Where you're at right now, in the center of this area, the auction items are being arranged on these little podium pillar thingies. Right. So you walking out to like look at all of those, you're basically out in the open oh, where yeah, all right. the guards are on the opposite side of the room and you could like maybe hide behind a podium or something, but you're still kind of like exposed and out in the open. So if you take something here, there's a very real chance that he's going to see you do it and your right. cover's going to be blown. She's smarter than that. She wouldn't do that. This is not me trying to, like, put you in a situation where you can't do anything, but this is a pretty secure auction, so mm. things going missing right away is, is probably bad for them. Right. But you could do it. Not saying you can't. You can definitely walk out there and you're stealthy and quiet enough that, like, I'm not going to make you roll stealth at this point to not be spotted because mm. you had him make a distraction for you. You can freely find all the items that were mentioned. Okay. In addition to what you already mentioned... There is a special decanter that has like this frosty mist coming off of it that has a little placard that seems to indicate it's from an entity called the Seva Corporation. There's a cooler that has a label on it that says 10 pounds of certified grade S Kytomite. Okay. There is a vinyl from Doppler's personal collection, which is used for samples. It's a pre-zero vinyl, so it's very rare and valuable. There is one that is secret geocache coordinates of unknown purpose, gained from pre-zero records. There's a meteorite geode, just labeled as being a beautiful novelty. And then there's also a pre-zero tome of ancient lost fashion and movement rituals. That's what it's labeled as, at least. She definitely doesn't want to go out there and just grab something. She's smarter than that, but she's got limited time to also get away with something here, so... Man, I burned almost all my PowerPoints. <laughs> you can always spend a Benny, get five back. Mm-hmm, it's true. You can move forward if you want. I can cut back to the other two, and we can uh, give you a chance to think about what you want to do. Let's do that. So we cut back to Medusa and Soma, who are pushing their cart and about to enter an elevator to go up, presumably, to Luca's room. Presumably. I don't, I don't want to determine that's what you're doing, if that's not what you're doing. Shakes, is that what we're doing? Yeah, yes. <laughs> you guys are able to get on the elevator, no problems. You take it the whole way up to the top floor, which I think here is probably like floor number 10. And it's like oh, 10 sure. stories up. My image of like the U shape of the resort is that 
the middle 75% of the U-shape is like much smaller, like one to three stories maybe. And then the edges of the horseshoe are like really, really tall. And that's where like the really nice hotel rooms or resort rooms would be. And you have, you know, ocean view and things like that. Too, so. And you're probably yep. arriving by boat and or helicopter. They could be. Maybe one of them got a helipad. Whoa. Oh my Wild. God. You guys are able to get up there. You make your way to the Sapphire Suite. There are other service members and workers moving around up here on this floor, but there doesn't appear to be anybody at her room at the moment. All right. There's a do not disturb sign on the room. There's actually three of them. <laughs> hmm. That seems like at least too, too many. I think they cancel out at a certain point. So I think so. I think at that point you invite catastrophe, which we are hand delivering. And exactly. She pushes the cart into the door to ding it a little bit. Room service. I don't hear anybody in there. We probably should go check, make sure they're okay. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's our duty. And she reaches to unlock it. What kind of fake employees would we be? <laughs> you unlock it with no trouble. Dings right open with your master key. Your skeleton <laughs> key. Yes. <laughs> Is there like a bone decal on it? Maybe it's like a seashell Keep in the shape like of that. a skull. <laughs> scary. Oh scary. <laughs> Spooky scary. <laughs> the door swings open. Allie, tell yeah. me one thing about the suite. Instead of having like the usual beachy colors for wallpaper, like, you know, the pastels, the light blues, the, the yellow to emulate like the seaside, it just has like a black marble wall with gold veins going through it. Ooh, okay. It's very fancy. Very fancy, very kintsugi. Looks exactly like Daji's dress. <laughs> nice, so cool. Shakes, I would like you to tell me one thing about this room as you enter. I'll say that this is a very spacious suite. Like there's there's a lot of room. There's a four poster bed. There's a giant wardrobe on one wall. And there's like probably five or six like trunks, like fucking right. footlocker trunks full of shit here. The deck has a really nice pool to give it that even more shishi beach aesthetic. The deck is actually just covered in sand. Like, oh, you don't even have nice. to go down out of the hotel to go to the beach. That's Your really deck good. just is a little beach. Really good. Well, everybody take a Benny, because I've asked you for descriptions and names and stuff like that. So, all good stuff. Yeah. So, you guys enter the suite. And I think because of the sand out on the deck area, there's also just, like, some sand in here. Can't help but getting it tracked in. And you're in here. Uh, definitely looks lived in. It's not, like, well kempt on its own it looks not like a pigsty but like there's just shit all over there's a couple of very ornate looking dresses that are hung up in the wardrobe just like very fancy looking what length are they varied most of them are probably at least thigh length knee length perhaps going longer hara is going to take at least an inch off of every one of them oh my god so like maybe she wouldn't notice at first <laughs> And then she's like, this hemline, it's outrageous. After she starts altering the first one, Zola speaks up. Wait, we could, we could steal one of these and not pretend to be staff anymore. Hmm. But would she recognize the dress? Oh, that's a good point. I'm sure she doesn't buy dresses that have multiples. Probably not. Although we could just like dunk it and die. How much time do we have? I'm also worried that if we just cut a little bit off, uh, she might just start some new trend. Shit. But what could I cut off of it then? 
Maybe I sew something into it. Ooh, scandalous. Hmm. She starts looking around for things that would make irritating little noises. Like little jingle jangles together that she could like put in a hemline somewhere. Sure, there's probably like a stack of paper clips in a small dish. Dope. Maybe some loose coins. She busies herself with the concentration that only a truly high person can accomplish. <laughs> only a truly high Ori with yeah. her brain scramblies. Her brain was already scrambled when she was born. Yeah. Oh, no. What chance did she have? Oh, God. Shakes, what is Medusa looking around for here? Medusa's going to look around to see if she has, probably within the trunks, looking for anything that maybe Luca brought to barter or trade with other auction winners, if she has like something, or like something she would put on the line as like an extra ante of like, all right, this much money and also this cool thing. Okay, go ahead and roll me a notice. That is an eight. Success with a raise. Well, you definitely find some basic shit like, some headshots of her that she signed herself as well Amazing. as yeah with like a couple of faux personalized messages they're like partially filled out so she can like write in the last detail you know when she needs to she like kind of <laughs> front loaded some of that work <laughs> definitely more jewelry that is not like taken out with her other stuff so she seems to have like packaged it specifically to that effect there's just some money mm. just some some liquid currency must have melted but, in the heat. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem like she's the type who would want to barter. She probably is just planning on buying something outright. A lot of the intent of her possessions is to show off to other people. So she doesn't want other people to like get equal footing with her. She wants to be better than other people. All right, well, immediately Medusa is going to get to work. She's going to take some of the signed pictures and then all of the ones that she isn't taking, she's going to draw mustaches on. Lovely. Perfect. Just a nice little handlebar. But not too nice, though. Not too nice. Okay. You want to roll me uh, a d6? The higher, the better. It's a two. A two? Mm. They're mustaches. <laughs> Fair. How fabulous are they? Yeah, two out of six. <laughs> you guys cause a little bit of ruckus up here. You start going through her stuff. You dress some mustaches in the picture she's handing out. Hara's mending, fixing, changing her dresses. Yes, Hara? I have a question mm -hmm. about... A very situational power use. Okay. If I were to cast Grow Shrink in succession on the seams of these dresses <laughs> to fray every thread at once. So like maybe if she just puts it on, it falls off at a later time when the, the tension on the threads has become too much. I mean, I, Booby think, traps. I think that's a, a lovely idea. I think that's very funny. Could I do that? Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's amazing. Let's, let's just say it's one growth, one shrink for like the wardrobe itself. Yes. Okay. Make you roll for every single one. That's silly. That would be silly. Growth. Got a five. Shrink. I'll well, spend it's, the it's a non-combat. Oh, you're right. I'll just roll again. Yeah. If there's if there's not like uncertainty with time pressure, then you just lose a PowerPoint. It's a five also. Nice. She just kind of rubs her hands together till there are these little glowy spores just a plume of spores that she blows towards the dresses and it's just like almost you know how an ant-man when he changes size like too quick and there's like a, a ghost image of his size like whoop, whoop, whoop. you know what i mean sure it's kind of like that where there are like 
semi-images of it as it quickly grows bigger and then just like right back. Nice. She tests the seams a little bit and just hears gratifying little rips. As it grows and shrinks, you can hear the creaking, the strain of the threads as this happens. So you get that delightful antagonistic ASMR. You know, Zola, I may never see the payoff for this, but there's something about like society becomes real good when people plant seeds for trees they know they're never going to see. I think this is like that. That sounds so wise. Yeah, you know, I'm full of them. Could both of you roll me a notice, please? Is there like a kid in here that we didn't look for or something? Oh, God. I'm going to Benny. I got a four. Okay. I feel like a four is pretty good for Hara. I'm going to do one more Benny. Okay. Okay, no, I'm sticking with the four. Maybe I spend my bolt the most, most it with it. A four is a success. It is, but I don't know. Now I'm nervous. Yeah, the four is fine, it turns out. (laughs) (laughs) You both hear a very distinct, blood-curdling, ear-splitting shriek cut through the night air. You can hear it coming from outside, but even up here, you hear it carrying. Do I hear it too? (laughs) Roll me a notice. (sighs) And that's a good question. You you probably... Uh, I got a four. Yeah, you definitely hear it too. So it's... uh, For you, it's sounding... Slightly muffled, but closer. You just hear this drawn out, ah! and it goes on for probably 15 or 20 seconds um, before it stops. And then there's just like fucking silence afterwards. Oh, girl, we got a boogie. Let's get out of here. It's just going to come up and get another dress. It's going to fall apart. Oh, my God, it's the wine. Oh, she just noticed. (laughs) (laughs) We should really go, though. (laughs) Should we throw some out the window first? Of course we should. Oh, hell yes. (laughs) Do we do that? You notice uh, as you guys are there, there's just like the the very faintest hairline cracks in the glass leading out onto the deck. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh. Ugh. You think she shouts at us? We'll crack. I hope not. Uh You already did, didn't you? I, I never crack. You hid in a food cart. Yeah, it was tactical. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what do you guys do? Are you you're beating cheeks again? Oh, let's get out of here. These cheeks are beating so fast. <laughs> All right. Propeller cheeks. Um, <laughs> All right. You two take off. We're gonna cut back to Dodgy, who's. In the auction room, as all this is happening at the same time, Dodgy, you hear this ear-splitting shriek coming from somewhere nearby, not in the same room, but all the guards hear it too, and they all turn and look at the garage door that is currently down, but that leads out into the courtyard. Does that give her a moment to maybe get away with something? I mean, they're they're certainly more distracted than they were a moment ago <laughs> with your, your faux friend guard giving them rule lectures. All right. Some of them probably run immediately to see what's going on while the others are sort of milling about being like, this doesn't sound like my problem. Are are they still looking at me? Or? I mean, nobody's looking at you right now. Okay. Like you're Uh, you're in the room and everybody's looking at the guard that you coerced into bringing you in here. But I I guess ultimately, like, there's never going to be a perfect situation where nobody is nearby because this is a very valuable auction room. They have a lot of resources tied up in it, so they're not going to leave it unguarded. Okay. She's 
weighing her options, and then when this scream goes off, she kind of to herself like, yeah, better now than never. And she's gonna try to try to slip the gun into the dress somewhere. I think for this one, it's definitely gonna be your thievery, your ability to steal this, contested by the group guard notice. I am going to give them a penalty of minus two because your friend there is distracting them and because they're further distracted from this this yelling. Let's see here. I got a seven first time. That ain't bad. But I'll Benny it to see if I can get better. Uh, that was not better. I'll, I'll stick with the seven. Seven is your target number. I'm looking at a 10. So you got a success with no raise, but that means you are able to pocket the item. You're able to pilfer it right in front of them. Where in your dress are you keeping this? Well, with her being a practiced thief, she probably has places to stash things. Sure. That slit that goes up her leg, she parts it for a second, and there's almost like a small pocket on her thigh area, and she just slides it in there. Very nice. So the pistol itself, as you're admiring it, it's definitely old. This is a pre-zero pistol. To us, it would be a six-shooter. It's a six-chamber revolver, probably like a something akin to a Smith & Wesson or like a single-action army Colt, but it's battered and it's old. Honestly, it's probably got some rust and grime on it. Like, they kept that shit on there to keep it authentic. This is a not well-kept-up firearm. She definitely only wants that for one reason. No worries there. You stash it, and then your guard friend is looking, like, really concerned, and he's waving you off to the side, pointing back to where you guys came from. As soon as he looks back at her, she looks terrified in her face, like, oh god, did something happen? Just to make sure that nobody notices, I am going to cast another illusion. She's going to make the gun reappear on that. Nice, nice, nice. However, she is also going to do something as well. She pulls out something from her sleeve and puts it where the gun was, puts the illusion over that. What it is, it almost looks like a playing card, except it just has the imagery of the nine-tailed fox on it, just <gasps> laughing. Sick. It's a calling card. Ah. Uh, okay, we'll take a Benny because that's really cool and thematic, and I really like that. So yeah, you, you put yeah. your card there. Go ahead and roll for your illusion. So by default, illusion has a duration of five, which combat rounds are usually like six to seven seconds. So that's like a minute there. Out of combat, I'm usually like a little bit more relaxed as far as duration. So it's usually like a round is like a minute out of combat. So it'll it'll buy you a couple of minutes. Okay. Just rolling psionics. And of course you can continue to renew it for one uh, PowerPoint. Yeah, that's a basic four. Okay, that's a success. So maybe the the gun itself is on like a little wire pedestal, like it's got two supports there, one to support the place where the stock meets the revolving chamber. Mm. So like right there, and then there's one that supports the actual barrel so it can sit kind of like at an angular approach to be admired. We had a good facsimile, gets the broad strokes, the details done. You're pretty confident this will fool any passersby that don't try to pick it up. She nods and starts to head off with the guard towards the door, and she's just feigning both confusion and terror. Well, not terror, but just sure. that unassured, scared face of like, what's going on? I don't know what just happened. Sure. I think he rushes over to to see you and he's like, Uh yes, ma'am, I I can I'll help you. Don't worry. Let's let's get back into the You're not supposed to be back here. Let's get back into the hallway. 
makes a whole production of walking over and doing that and leading you back the way you came. She nods. Let's him be the hero. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He wants to be very badly. But yeah, you guys uh, get back into the hallway and the other guard is no longer here. Okay. And he's like, so, um, how about the, how about them digits, ma'am? <clears throat> Respectfully. Uh. She doesn't say that, but. I got uh, two digits for you. Finger guns away. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what she would roll to give him a fake number. I mean, you can just give him a fake number. Like She doesn't want him to, like, try it right off the bat and figure out that it's a fake number. Oh, even better. What if she gives him her sister's number? Oh, my God. Hilarious. <laughs> that is very hilarious. You can definitely do that. Yeah, she, she gives him her sister's number. As far as everyone else is concerned, this is Kai, so... <laughs> That's very true. Okay, I'm going to roll a chaos die here to see if he tries to call it. Oh, no. <laughs> this is, uh, this is, I have a D6. Allie's, Allie's here as a witness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is odds. He's not going to try it. Okay. He's just going to trust it. Oh, okay. it's evens. It's gonna, he's going to try it. He's eager. Ready? Ooh, it's a six. It's a six. He really, he's really eager, dude. You did a great oh. job on this guy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh... Oh, no. She's leaving <laughs> as soon as she sees him like try the number she's gone yeah. he's like still typing it in as you you beat your own cheeks out of there <laughs> yeah she's um, just she's just like i have a very valuable thing on my a person i can't get caught right now <laughs> where are you going right out back to the main floor into the auction area mm -hmm. okay you get out into and where is where's uh this <laughs> other duo going right now what's your next step i assumed we went to a staircase this time because rich people in a huff would not take staircases so it minimizes <laughs> our chances of getting caught so you guys are taking the stairs down ah uh, yeah i'm that just leaving cool. the food cart in the room oh we should take that <laughs> no we should leave that better yet just, just flip it in the room maybe some yeah, snacks <laughs> oh yeah yeah Kara kicks it on the way out yeah <laughs> yeah this year, her strength is not good. <laughs> I feel like she could tip over a food cart. Depending on how laden Wobbles it is with garbage than the bags that I could spend a Benny to say we also put underneath. <laughs> if you want to do that, absolutely. Garbage room. Nice. Okay, so you garbage flip over the cart room. of food yeah. and also empty garbage bags into it. And you guys are going down the stairs. You can make it down the stairs. You are correct in your assessment that no rich person is going to take the stairs during a situation such as yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hara looks to her friend and says, so what's our next move? Well, we've done a lot. I, we should probably try and find Daji again. Hopefully she's not going to just shoo us off like last time. Maybe she's going to be in a different dress. Yeah, what's up with that? Why didn't she give us one? She has two I don't nice know. dresses. Where was she keeping them? Well, I don't even know where she kept the first one. I know. So sneaky. Something's not right. So you guys are going to find Daji? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Maybe we're saying as we're like, like echoes in the stairs. <laughs> it's one of those shots where we we see you guys running slowly, <laughs> slowly trotting down, echoing. That's really good. Okay, so maybe everybody ends up in the courtyard around the same time. Cool. You two without your drink cart, but still dressed in your uh, definitely not French, but your maid outfits, with Dodgy appearing from the opposite side. What color dress? Black with golden leafing down it. 
so yeah, you see Dodgy there wearing the, the black and gold leaf dress. Is there a room we can duck into? Does something look empty? Is it like a conference room kind of on the first floor? Well, if you guys are in the main auction area right now, there is still quite a commotion happening where Luca is in the middle of... It looks like she's already screamed bloody murder for like a good two to three minutes. Uh, and she's currently just like continuing to throw a tantrum at anybody who will come and deal with her. And <laughs> it looks like they're rapidly running out of staff that is like willing to do this. Oh, I don't want to be sent over there. <laughs> I don't want to go in there. <laughs> so she's at the point where she's like picking things up. Like she's sobbing. <laughs> Mascara is completely ready. She's just picking things up and throwing it as she's sobbing and Good. pointing at people and yelling at them and just, you know, pointing at people and calling them over to then yell at them. And yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> Allie's just sitting there frantically shaking her head at me. Go ahead and roll me a stealth, actually. Okay. I'd love to. Do I have stealth? Yeah, everybody has Do you, stealth. Everybody has D4, yeah. I left most of my basic stats that they give you at the mm -hmm. D4 because I thought it would be funnier. It would be, yeah. Uh, she is going to get... Oh, no. Oh, don't tell me. A small penalty. Uh, I didn't crit fail. It was <laughs> okay. close. I'm going to spend I'm gonna spend my good luck Tuka on this okay. to re-roll. Okay. Tuka, damn it. <laughs> it's a three. Oh, she has a six. No, that's way better. I still have two bennies. Man, it's up to you. Oh my god. Can I use my adventure card? Sure, what do you got? Arcane Spike. Oh okay. no. <laughs> a character with an arcane background may cast any power available in their setting regardless of rank one time only. I would love to cast Invisibility. <laughs> okay, okay, sure, you can do that. So just like... On you specifically? Uh, On me and on Medusa. Okay. In an AoE would be... Great. I think it's a pure panic instinct. I still okay. have to roll for it, right? You still got to cast it. You still got to pay for it. You got it. That's an eight. That's a success with a raise. Minus six to see you. Oh my gosh. Nice. Nice. Okay. So yeah. Can that retroactively roll into my stealths? To like not be seen by? Yeah. yeah. That's, that, that's I'm factoring that in. Don't worry. Yeah. So it's like she's turning and you see her like about to see you guys. How do you activate invisibility, by the way? This power that you don't typically have right yeah, now. Yeah, how would she do that? She just gets so nervous that spores puff off of her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just in an AOE, just a like fucking Zelda puff shrooms. It's great. You see her eyes like rove over you and then they just keep going and she points at somebody else instead. Hara is like holding her hand up in front of her face and it's just like an outline and she slaps to where Medusa was just to make sure she's still there. Ow. Good, good. All right. Why is, why is that good? You hit me. So, uh, we didn't get caught. Wait, we, where are you? We didn't get caught. I'm, I'm here. I'm still touching your face. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hara is so handsy. <laughs> Daji, would you like to roll and notice to see if you spotted them right before they went invisible? Sure. <laughs> my D4 notice. <laughs> I love a thief with clone notice. It's fun. But that is a four on my D4. You spot Hara and Zola. You see the two of them and then you watch Hara shoot spores out and then they're just both gone. Like the air is kind of wobbly where they were, but there's there are no people there. Does she clock that Luca was about to see them? We can roll that into your notice. That's fine. She clocks that Luca's about to see them, looks at them. A look of worry crosses her face, like, we're about to blow this job right here. 
and then they just vanish, and the look of worry immediately fades into a, huh. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know they could do that. That's <laughs> exactly what it is, yeah. Could you make me a stealth roll, Dajim? Sure, I'm better at that. Oh, not today, though. It sounded like you were trying to be stealthy. That's a two. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to burn a penny. <laughs> she doesn't want to get caught. That's fair. People generally don't. Okay, that's better. With my thief edge, that's a six. A six. Unfortunately, I just rolled an eight. Uh. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> so you're watching Hara and Zola disappear and as you have that like sense of relief just wash over you and Luke is still like across the room from you, you know, shrieking bloody murder at anybody who will go close to her. You just hear a voice coming from right behind you, like off oh, to your right no. and slightly behind you. Oh no. <laughs> hmm. Well, fancy seeing you here, sister. Hey everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this episode with us. First up, I would love to say thank you to our gracious patrons. Thank you to Chase, Valentine, Ezra, Nakoda, and Jackie. Thank you especially to Ezra for playing Medusa and Nakoda for playing Daji in this episode. Mythos is a gift that they gave us and that we now give to you. It's really a chain reaction of gifts. Thank you also to Caleb Sunstead, Zach, Ben Hatton, Paxton, Gerald, Alex, Davriel, Ellis, and Zane. Thank y'all so much. Your support genuinely helps us make every new episode for you. It means so much. Our music this week was by Crockett and Marcus D. Crockett you can find at Crockett80s on Twitter and crockett.bandcamp.com. Marcus D, you can find at Marcus D on Twitter and at MarcusD.net. Savage Worlds was created by the Pinnacle Entertainment Group, and you can find them and their products online at peginc.com. Pretty quick outro here. We'll see you in two weeks.